Zesties, welcome to the Gleeful Talk Show, where we share zesty stories to cultivate the happiness and hero within. It's just going to be me today, no special guest whatsoever. Since we are nearing the end of the season, with me taking a short break, I was thinking to give you a little life update. So if you're new to this podcast, welcome. We are a Zesty community and if you would like to join our Zesty community, just follow us on Instagram, that's at Gleeful Talk Show. Visit our website, it's www.gleefultalkshow.com or you can send an email for any feedback or episode suggestions that's gleefultalkshow at gmail.com if you'd like to support the show or give me a cup of coffee or two i love coffee you can head down to the episode notes to find out how you can also follow and subscribe to our youtube channel which is gleeful talk show where i share clips of the interviews i will be taking a season break so for those who have recurring subscriptions you can pause them if you'd like after two seasons and a total of 39 episodes so far with guests from all parts of the world experts and everyday people alike we did learn a lot of lessons along the way and i wasn't only just listening and asking the questions towards my guests but i tried to apply them yes i did so i wanted to share to you which pieces of advice i tried and let you know how it turned out so first off meditation so you might remember tor niyamo from season 2 episode 1 he is a practicing meditation and life coach and he talked about spiritual healing visual meditation and crystals for those who haven't listened to that episode here is a short cast of that episode so as i'm sure your listeners are well aware of there are quite a lot of different types of meditations out there right so you got breathing meditation you got mantra meditation you got mindfulness there's meditations where you walk across this labyrinth and you follow a pattern there's a lot of different types of meditations out there and they're all really excellent but the meditation that i've been taught by my teacher Ines nicholson who's still alive, she's still around. And we actually run a podcast together called Spiritual Link, which is all about like spirituality. She taught me visual meditation from the first day that I started in her spiritual development group. And the thing with visual meditation is that the visuals gives life to your senses. So for example, let's say you're doing breathing meditation. You don't really see anything. You don't really hear anything apart from maybe your own thoughts and feelings and like sensations which float across your consciousness. But really the thing with visual meditation is that you are guided on a journey which is visual. So let's say you are sitting wherever you are right now, which is probably your living room or an office. And I'm able to guide you on a visual journey where it actually does feel like you're standing on a beach. And it's quite incredible that although you are like in a chair, in your home or in an office and I can guide you and you can really feel that you are on a beach. And what that does is that it stretches your senses, right? It stretches our senses beyond what we're normally able to perceive. And in that way, by stretching our senses, we are more capable at sensing the spirit world, which is all around us, right? It gives life to our intuition, to our foresight, and that stretches our ability to look beyond just the 
physical that we are able to see on a normal day. And that connects us with our spiritual guides and our past lives. That's the thing with the visual meditation is that it is a, it's in so many ways, I would say it's a gateway to connect with all of the spirits that are around us all the time. Oh, great. Very interesting because especially a lot of people, especially those people who are not into meditation at first, they fall asleep in meditation because most of them or most of us, maybe we are visual people. That sense of seeing something or mm. so that we can feel something. So that's a, the visual meditation would be an incredible help for especially those people who would like to see and feel something. <laughs> So when I launched season two, Tor and I had an IG live where he offered to provide his visual meditation session through that IG live. I must say, Tor is such a gifted person. He indeed really led me to visualize a very calm scene and made me also very calm. Mind you, it was on live, so can you imagine my initial hesitation? But Tor was very effective. Also, I'm not sure if I've shared this here, but I do meditate at least 10 minutes a day. On good days, maybe 20. And I gotta be honest, there are days that I'm not consistent. Lately in August, I was pretty consistent with it. And there were some days that I just couldn't get into get into it because I hadn't had the time in the morning or rather I couldn't make time in the morning and then in the afternoon when I get back from work I tend to forget so I tried doing it again this month if we are not consistent that's okay we shouldn't beat ourselves up if we can cannot do some of our good habits the best way to tackle it is to move on and do it the next time or as what I say to myself too. I currently use Headspace and this is not sponsored by the way, but I just genuinely like it. I tried the Calm app before as well, but I'm just not that type to meditate with music. And I guess my philosophy with meditation also aligns with what I learned from the Headspace app. So what changes did I notice when I tried meditating? I gotta say Zesties, it doesn't change overnight, especially that I wasn't consistent enough and I wasn't meditating long enough yet. There are minute and subtle differences I've noticed though, so I'd say the very subtle difference is being mindful. Although meditation and mindfulness is really, there is a thin line there, but I, I think they go together. And don't get me wrong, sometimes I get too engrossed with my thoughts and do not notice my surroundings. But because I meditate and practice mindfulness, I can notice it myself, be aware that I am already thinking too much, and sometimes I do think too much, like way, way, way too much. And what Andy Padikambi, the co-founder of the Headspace, who has been a practicing monk for 10 years, always say that we don't have to control our mind nor our emotions. We simply need to be aware of them. And by being aware, we become observers of the mind. Observing and not judging. Because we are not our thoughts. Indeed, it seems simple yet deep. But most of the time, it's hard to do. Also, meditation is something that may be too boring for some people because it actually requires practice, consistency, and doing 
something the same, all the same, but the experience is different every time. Not some kind of level that when you do it, you progress to another level and you never go back. Every day is different. This is what I learned through the Headspace app and as what I've observed as well. So for instance, I've been meditating, say, for a month. But I've been meditating longer than that. But just for an example, for a month. Each days of that month or each session will feel different. Even if it would be the same course. So I might feel sleepy this day or agitated the next day or very calm and relaxed the day after and the thing is what matters is that you are aware of those emotions of those feelings and of your state and of course through meditation we become a better at being aware of these things of ourselves and what i learned is that there is no end goal everything is a continuum so did i feel better am i a better person I'd say yes and no. So, as I said, each day feels different and that's normal. Will I keep doing meditation? Yes, of course. I hope I can be better at finding the time to really do a prolonged session. Hopefully after the exams. And you know what's exciting? I've been waking up earlier than usual, so I meditate in the morning. Back then, I only meditate before bed. I tried both methods before bed and after waking up and having my coffee then i prefer the morning meditation better and that's coming from a night owl like me so in headspace there are different types of meditation and courses and sometimes the teacher also provides a prep talk or a pep talk or like the theme of the meditation practice i really like it in a way that it reminds me to do that particular thing for example loving kindness would be the theme for that meditation session so how about you do you like to try meditating or mindfulness techniques uh, i would suggest try meditating for at least three minutes or so as a start headspace has some trial sessions and tor niamo our guest on the season one episode two has free sessions on his youtube channel as well so go check it out and let me know how you go the next thing I tried was the advice of Amy Yip from Season 2, Episode 4. She is a mental fitness coach who helps us tame our inner critic. Yes, I have to say I needed one. I did try to check out my saboteur and I also shared it at the end of that episode. So this was advice that I tried. And in the morning, I start off with 10 to 20 minutes of some sort of a workout. It could be yoga. It could be hardcore something. It could be running. So I actually listen to my body and whatever it tells me it needs for the day, I go do it. So I do that. And then I take a very cold shower for like a two minute cold shower. If you've ever heard of like oh. Wim Hof. Um, yeah, yeah, the Wim Hof method. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I take a cold shower after that. Two minutes. And then I meditate. Two minutes cold. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I, I tried like only a few <laughs> seconds, but <laughs> okay. It's, it's I, I promise you, I used to take burning hot showers. I mean, I still love the burning hot showers, but I, I used to say, there's no way I could take a cold shower. It is the most uncomfortable thing. But now it's quite refreshing. 
I actually oh. took a cold shower before chatting with you here because I'm like, oh, I want to feel more refreshed and alive. So I went in, I took a cold shower, but I do two minutes in the morning and then I meditate for 15, 20 minutes. I have some sort of a mantra that I use for the day. Lately, I've been using the mantra of today is going to be a great day because it's a choice and I'm going to choose for it to be so. And that's the mm. mantra that I use to start for the day. Nice. And then yeah. I journal, I make coffee. I journal and then I, I like to read or learn something also in the morning. So my latest learning is Spanish. Actually, I, it, that's been a goal of mine. So I started in January and I'm doing Spanish lessons. So every morning I do like six to 10 minutes of Spanish lessons. A few moments later. I gotta say, Zesties, never in my life would I have imagined taking a cold shower. Why? Because when I was a kid, you know when you go to school very early and you have to wake up at 5 a.m. or 5.30 a.m. So even though the Philippines is a tropical country, the water is still cool in the morning. So every morning, my loving and protective parents have to boil water in a pot and put it to the pool of water in the bucket so that it warms <laughs> So, okay, I get your reaction bucket. Why? Because in the area we lived in, the water pressure is so bad in the morning that we have to store the water from our own tank. So my parents have to either fill the tank with some electric machine or whatsoever so that we can store it and use it the following day. So why am I talking about this? Just so you know that I'm not really used to cold shower. So bathing in ice cold water is not really my thing. But I tried it and I was successful. It was certainly refreshing. Before I spoke with Amy, I, I did read about this Wim Hof method and how good it is for you. But didn't really get the guts to try it. And Amy spoke about it and it got me even more curious. Was it hard? Hell yeah! So how did I do it? So before I go to the bathroom to take a shower, I have that mindset that I need to take a cold shower because it's good for me. By the time the water falls down, I have to really move, like move around the shower head. You know, think of it as dancing in the rain. And it will not feel as bad as you thought it would really be. So trust me on this. And there are a lot of benefits in taking a cold shower and also Amy has shared that on on our episode with her. So you have to do that for say maybe 30 seconds and then you will notice that your body adjusts to the temperature. It's amazing. Mind you, I do not do it all the time, okay? Because it takes a whole lot of willpower. But what happens after, and I'd say the prolonged impact was that whenever I do decide to take a cold shower, it's not as dreadful anymore. My body and mind can easily accept the temperature. So how about you? Will you try it? I do urge you to try it, Zesties. Take it as a refreshing life change and let me know how you go. I still have more to share in the next episode, but I'm going to leave it here for now. I hope you did enjoy this short episode and let me know what other advice of our guests you tried and most likely I'll share it on our next episode. Until then, stay safe and be kind. Uh -huh.